0: Welcome back to the podcast. This is the High Vibe Alchemist podcast. I'm your host, Tony. And if you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, thanks for coming back. I know it's been a little bit of a break, but first and foremost, I'm wishing you all well. Um, I know in the past few weeks, we have been forced to take a pause and to retreat. Um, We're calling it social distancing. A lot of people can view that as isolation, detachment, contraction, containment, but in either case, it's for a cause that is our safety, the health of our own selves, as well as those we care about and others in our community. So in retrospect of the sacrifices that many have made before us, um, this is a small part that we can do and it's showing that it's helping. And so with any um, continued commitment to taking the appropriate steps, hopefully we will be returning to social interaction with each other um, sooner rather than later. So first I wanted to acknowledge that and again, um, wishing you all well, hoping you're safe and that you're remaining healthy. Um, so there was a pause in, in the podcast for sure. I felt that at the um point that I was in 2019. I'd kind of walked through the intro of kind of catching listeners up through the last five to seven years of my life. Um, Short synopsis of that is I have left a pretty high um, value, you would say, in some degrees or um, monetary valued position and career in response to an intuitive calling that was happening within me. Um, And as a result, through that journey, I discovered ways of integrating um, all the kind of things that I had learned from my early career, my education, and then through personal experiences of wellness and uh, seeking that out as an integrated part of my life and wanted to give that as a testimony or serve as a testimony for others who were looking to do the same. I had been in constant kind of recurring conversations that seem to be along the same themes of um, people being stuck in their current life cycles um, and not really sure which direction to head, how to even find out what that direction would be, and then um, what steps they could take in terms of measurably discovering what that new um, shift would look like for them. And so that was very much 2019. And if any of you guys that are new are interested, I would encourage you to go back and just grab a listen to a few episodes. There are some really great um, tips and practical uh, exercises for you to use and try to get started in that road. Um, I am at the point, though, with all the madness that started at the beginning of the year, um, the weeks that we've just had with this ongoing pandemic, had um, my own pause and kind of recalibration that led to certain personal revelations of how I should be integrating more of the interests that I have into this offering, particularly uh, my study of astrology and how I have integrated that into my own building of systems and how I direct the energies in what I'm looking to manifest in other areas of my life. Um, on an ongoing basis. So not for just a short-term period or a specific short-term goal, but to um, have as a longer overview and context of how I should be focusing my energy. Um, My studies in 2019 in regards to astrology, um, not surprisingly, but surprisingly, having been revealed to me now, helped me to kind of set up the broader picture of what 2020 would look like. Um, I know a lot of us have seen these memes on social media and have even in our own lives gone through a very tumultuous time of 2019 and many people were very desperate for 2020 to begin looking at, at it as a gateway to um, a new, more positive, fresher energy that would alleviate and in some cases completely eradicate a lot of the negative energy from 2019 only to get into 2020 and see um how much of a vacation 2019 seemed to be comparatively um but what's interesting for me and for those of us who have been following or studying astrology um, 2019 was a um was a difficult year to say the least but we were not all anticipating this great release and um dynamic flow of just positive energy that was like a you know long vacation that was awarded after a period of tumultuous commitment and and hard work and dedication a lot of us understood that this year just from the transits that were going to be happening was going to be quite heavy and um very much a roller coaster but one of opportunity in which if we took the time and really paid attention to um, the focus that the energy was calling us to pay attention to in terms of looking inward as retrogrades do and um, really examining and reprioritizing, uh, ultimately recalibrating and reinventing what those uh, priorities were for us, we would come out of 2020 and going into the next few years, which will still not be any walk in the park, but we will be set up in a much better position than we are going into it currently. Um, And then I thought to myself how I might've helped a few more people deal with some of the shock and the grief and the loss that we have all felt as our world was dramatically altered and our ways of life were permanently transformed by something that happened so quickly and so rapidly, in um, a short span of time, we are in April of this year, and we have pretty much had something dramatic happen from the outset of January, right? Um, and I thought to myself, am I really giving a full offering if I'm not also helping people key into the larger contextual view of? the energy that's going on. Um, And that had to do with a little bit of my own fear on how the messages would be received, if some people would feel like it was too woo-woo or too out there. Um, But I decided to listen to my own intuition and take my own advice of, again, um, using the energy to take a step back and looking at a high-level view of how you can then start to implement certain systems that will make effectual and long-term change for your life in a positive way going forward. So I'm finally deciding to take a leap back into the episodes and going forward, we're going to be still continuing with more supportive messages that give context of how to use these energies and transits to focus how do you build your personal systems in your long-term kind of goals and also just integrating positive wellness in your life in general We'll still be providing uh, resources from the community as they're offered to help, so please continue to send me emails or DMs or notes on resources that you have found helpful, books you've you've read, articles you've come across, um, speakers you've made note of, Um, anything and anything I will put in our newsletter, um, which comes out monthly at Every New Moon, and I'll bring them up on the podcast if it, you know, calls me to do so. Um... Any topics that intuitively come to me to share, I'm going to respect that process of, as I'm always telling people to listen to their intuition, I'm going to take my own advice and do the same. So instead of um, relying on or falling back on fears of how things will be received, I'm just going to follow my own advice as uh, takes what serves you and leave what doesn't. Um, I'm going to continue to use this platform as I originally intended as a testimony of my journey in the daily, weekly, and monthly challenges and rewards, as I initially stated um, and started this podcast to be, in hopes that just in even hearing somebody else going through similar um, trials or similar successes, um, you won't feel alone. You'll also feel motivated and recommitted to your own work and your own journey going forward. So a little quick note to my demographics. Um, I've gotten a little bit more feedback as to who's listening. And it seems like there is a large chunk of you guys that are in that 20 to 35 range. But second to that would be the 25 to 27 year range. My apologies. So um, and I thought that was super interesting because I started this podcast as a way for people to look into their intuition, but also more pragmatically build systems that help them discover and unlock kind of um, their next purpose <clears throat> in this kind of journey or chapters in their lives um, and ultimately doing things that align with their sole purpose and um, why they believe they're here and what their contributions should be. Um, so on an energetic level, your 25 to 27 year uh, or years uh, leading up to your age, thirty years is what in astrology many astrologers were referred to as the period of your Saturn return, and Saturn, um, as we'll talk a little bit more about it later, but Saturn is um, a larger outer contextual planet. A lot of astrologers uh, view it as the father figure, or the um, you know the parental figure, the containing figure, um, the Energy that gets you to slow down and pay attention to what your boundaries are and reminds you of your commitments and responsibilities. And in your Saturn return period, it can feel quite difficult. You can be going through a process where you feel like you start to question um, the path that you've chosen to this point. Um, the question of whether or not the journey that you're on is actually in alignment with what you feel in your soul you're called to do. I know for me personally, that was definitely true. Um, And I didn't really know it at the time um, until, you know, I got more and more into my studies of astrology. But it was the time period where I started to think about I needed to change something. Um, so if you're feeling those feelings or if you're getting these little intuitive nudges, listen to them, um, do some more exploration around Saturn returns and see if any of that aligns with what you're going through. And then you can come back here and you can start to use some of the systems that I spoke about in uh, last year's episodes of the podcast and what we we'll were talking about going forward to use as tools to help you unlock those chambers that help you to transit through your Saturn return into your new chapter. For those in your uh, early to mid-30s, if you've had your Saturn return already, um, you're in the thick of this sort of what I like to call and a lot of um, astrologers like to call your kind of spiritual awakening, where you have now gone through your Saturn return, you have hopefully noted the shifts that need to take place and you're ready to take action on how to make the most of those changes. Um, Again, similarly, you can go back to um, last year's episodes and use those techniques to kind of just help intuitively uh, unlock some intuitive um, messages or downloads for yourself as to areas of focus. But you can also use these episodes going forward with the current and ongoing energetic transits to focus your energy and intentions um, so much more So that you are having some supportive energy with the manifestations that you're trying to achieve. Um, So all in all, it's very interesting. And I also think very fitting because most of those ages um, are dealing with kind of the first level of reinvention. Right. Um, The first level of, okay, I've done all the things I was told to do. And now I'm at a point in my life where I have the liberty to do things for myself. And I'm not really seeing those two uh, teachings or those two opportunities jive together. And I want them to integrate a little bit more. And then for those of uh, my listeners who are in a more mature demographic, which there are, your reinvention could be your second reinvention, your third reinvention, your eighth reinvention. Um, But the difference can always be on if you're integrating the parts of yourself, um, the lessons that you need to heal within yourself in order to make those reinventions uh, lasting and um, more impactful. So again, that is how you would be using these themes going forward is taking the energetics of the overall context, the current the transits that will be happening astrologically, and then seeing how you can integrate those themes or archetypes from that energetic transit into your um, current course of reinvention. To make lasting change. So, going forward, quick things to focus on this week. Um, I'm just going to recommend that as we've entered into our Taurus season, um, we had a new moon that happened on the 22nd. So, we're into Taurus season now. Happy birthday to all my Taurans. Um, Taurus, as a sign, is an earth element. Uh, In the traditional um, house rulerships, it is ruler of the second house or the sign of the second house. Sorry, the ruler of the second house planetary wise would be Venus. And uh, both of these archetypes or themes um, share the commonalities of getting us to be in touch with our um, direct relationship, personal relationship to how we view love, money, and possessions in our personal experience and journey in this life. So in the traditional um, astrology that I follow, the second house is known as the house of money or the house of possessions. And um, now possessions and money can be material things, the actual things you have, your house, what you drive, the clothes, um, the things that you dress yourself for, yourself in for outward appearance. Um, but on a deeper level than that, which I always uh, like to achieve, it actually triggers and um, gets us to pay attention to what were the roots and childhood energetics that we were imprinted with growing up in relation to these things. Um, in addition to the material possessions also, the concept of basic necessities like food and healthcare, shelter, uh, well-being, the access and quality of those things, and how they impact how we view um, as an adult or as we age, um, money and scarcity and fear around those topics, or integrated um, love and appreciation, um, having been in a environment where those things may not have been an issue, or even if you didn't have you had um the nurturing love and um fostering of support that was fundamental in making sure that you never felt that the material possessions meant as much as they may be to someone who did not have and lacked the others as well <clears throat> um so for me this week i would recommend definitely sitting down and taking some time to explore these themes so we are all um still probably under our fourth week, if not more, of uh, self quarantine or social distancing so um in the beginning, I really didn't want to leap into this mode of um, giving advice and telling people what to do and um you know coming off as seemingly like we needed to do something that was productive because we were at home um I think everyone deserves the time and deserves to take the time to just be quiet be still, to rest, to do nothing, to grieve, um, to sit with those emotions and process them and integrate them um, and heal from them. But when and if you're ready and you feel called and you want to try these exercises, um, these are ways in which you can uh, use the time to sit with exploring some themes of your own self, um, looking inward and examining what your relationships might be to these themes. Uh, Because energetically, the sun has moved into Taurus, um, has moved into this house. And so the sun is giving us light and illumination on these topics. And so if we want to use the energy and be supported by it, it is a great time to explore these these themes in the hopes of integrating them in a more positive way going forward. So um, I encourage you and, you know, um, propose for you to take a seat with the ideas of what's your historical and current relationship with material possessions, money, and self-love. Venus, uh, the ruling planet of Taurus, um, is very much about this idea of self-love, but self-love wrapped in the cloud of what we were kind of exposed to energetically as children. Um, how that informs how we love ourselves as um, maturing adults um, and how we expect love to be exchanged from others in our lives and how we view the value of love from others. Um, Does that come from monetary gifts that need to be required for your affection? Does your love get shown by making a, a, a really nutritious and healthy meal for those that you love and care about? Um, are you more connected to the health and community of yourself and those around you more than the accumulation and hoarding of material things that that don't really give you anything in return? Um, so sitting with these ideas and themes, just writing them down or even speaking them out loud in certain aspects can help us to get out what we're feeling and we've integrated in the past up to the present uh, around these themes. And then I would encourage at the end of the week or as you go through the r- remainder of this week to um, come back to those writings and come back to those thoughts and just add a few more notes if you have them or add a few more ideas as they come to you. And at the end of the week, use those all, um, all of those notes and um, teachings to yourself, And see how you can integrate them into a positive change going forward. And think of uh, one or two ways that you can build systems that you can do daily that will help you be more aligned with a new and positive uh, relationship to these themes. So whether it is um, deciding that you're going to save a dollar every day, or if you're going to decide to treat yourself to... um, um, you know, a self manicure at home or something that helps promote your self love so that you are not directing the uh, energy towards outward things more than taking care of yourself at uh, in an internal level. Um, I strongly believe that these themes will help us in acknowledging how much we need to change the larger societal context of how we relate to money. Our structures are established in our exchange of goods and services for security and food and access to health, um, medical care, and the quality of that care. Um, some upcoming energetic themes that speak to this is we, we talked about Taurus season, the new moon, the fact that it's an earth element, and it's a, the second house in the zodiacal wheel. Um, you can check out my newsletter for more conversations around these themes. Uh, Venus energy as well, how that is the ruling planet of Taurus and its relationship to self-love, relationships to love and money, the possessions that you have. Upcoming transits, we have a Venus retrograde that is going to be starting in the um, sign of Gemini on the 13th of May. So that's coming up soon. Venus has already entered into the house, into Gemini, but it will station retrograde on the 13th of May and then actually will be retrograde for a large bulk of the summer going all the way to with its shadow period early fall. <clears throat> so it's going to be a pretty significant period of time. Um, we also have Pluto and Saturn that will also be going retrograde. So you can start to see these themes of what we were talking about for anyone who is studying astrology um, or has been, that in 2019, we already saw that this was going to be such an active year of retrogrades that we were going to see a lot of changes needing to happen or starting to show. Um, and so Platter, uh, Plattern, uh, Pluto and Saturn are both larger um, outer planet rulerships or, or energies that um, move at a much slower pace than Venus. Um, so while Venus is known as a personal planet, Pluto and Saturn are those larger outer-context planets. So a lot of times astrologers will speak of the significations of those movements, that you see them on a larger scale. Um, so you're more likely to see things in the public eye, playing out on um, you know public stages. And even though you'll feel those energies in your personal life, You'll see more of a connection to the larger context of the community. And Venus, you'll probably feel a little bit more direct and closer to home because it is the personal planet. Um, The significations of that energy transit just seem to resonate more immediately in your personal life. But it's not to say that you won't see these themes um, in both areas interchangeably. Um, Pluto is the sign or not even the sign is the planet of kind of endings um, complete dissolving of, um, systems or structures, um, things that no longer are serving that need to be released. Pluto is that ending kind of energy where it is kind of what we've known historically and even in traditional astrology pulling from the myths of Pluto, um, that it is the, you know, it's like the death harbinger of energy, um, it is the ending, but ultimately to bring the new beginning. And so I think what we'll start to see in the coming weeks on a larger scale, on a global scale, is that as we've already seen the idea and the concept of our lives as normal, quote unquote, as we be keep hearing in the news, that that life is completely done. That that paradigm, that setup, that structure and that system is completely gone. And so those who want to continue to cling on to it will desperately try to do so. You'll see these acts of desperation of people with control trying to hang on to it, when in fact their efforts are futile because Pluto is just wiping the slate and you know saying enough is enough. It's reached its end, and whether you want to go kicking and screaming or you want to um, surrender to the energy and see how you can transmute it into something new is totally going to be up to you as the individual and us as the collective to choose which way pa- which way forward we're we're choosing to to go with that but though that's the facts, and that 's what 's happening and Saturn um as its outer body influence has always been one of pulling in the reins it's like the father or the mother who has their their child out in the park. And they're running everywhere. And the parent is like, wait a minute, you've got to, you know, come back here and you've got to stay within safe boundaries. And I have to be able to see you and I need to be able to keep my eyes on you. Saturn is like that parent energy that slows things down and gets us to focus on the responsibilities and commitments that we have to fulfill. And so there's, I think there's going to be a lot, um, again, playing out in the public eye, with how are we actually going to build this going forward? Um, how are we going to make sure that the people who have been continually overlooked and um, underneath the boot of everyone else, how are we going to ensure that that is no longer the case going forward? How are we going to build a more inclusive horizontal horizontal structure of society Um, How are we going to hold ourselves accountable for the people, to the people that we serve and also hold accountable the people that we elect to put in power to be sure that everyone is accountable to the whole and not just to themselves? And I think that based on how we all as a collective decide to engage with this energy, we will either come on the other side of that because um, astrologically astrologers will always tell you that Saturn as it transits can be very contracting. it can feel like this drilling down experience, this stop, this containment. But once that energy has lifted, Saturn usually leaves a gift and that gift can be something you know empirically positive um, and it can be literal. Or it can be a hard lesson gift where we understand we haven't learned or integrated that healing in that lesson. And so we either have the chance to do it again, and it may be painful, but there is some sort of lesson that needs to be learned from the experience that we've all gone through. So think about those themes and how they will integrate or they are have already started to, to show up in your personal life. Um, think about how the connections to what's been going on in the past few weeks have been showing up with these archetypes. Because just because these planets are starting to go retrograde, these themes as they have been going direct have been um, of influence to everything that we've been experiencing to this point. So again, to kind of sum up the um, importance of sharing these ideas on the larger energies at play for all of us, to use and understand contextually where we're headed. So it's like having a little bit of a roadmap where you may not have the direct route, but you at least have some um, milestones or some rest stops where you can identify certain things that are going to happen. And so if you know the weather, at least you can prepare for the storm. Um, And so that's what I'm hoping that this communication sort of provides for you. So I hope that this remaining week um, treats you well. I hope you remain safe and um, spend time with your loved ones. Continue to connect as we all have been virtually. I think that's one of the positives that have definitely come out of this experience. Um, A couple of friends of mine were joking how we've actually seen each more through seeing each other more through video chats and virtual meetup sessions than we have in real life, just because we were all so um, inundated with the day to day things that we weren't making the time to physically connect and see each other. Um, And so those connections have been uh, restored or reinforced even though we're actually physically distant. So that's been really nice to see. Um, I'll be back soon with some more um, juicy, supportive messages. (laughs) Um, I hope this helps in any way, shape or form. Uh, Give me some feedback if it does. And um, we will talk again soon. So be well and talk again. Bye.